All right, Ruthann, today on Talk CDO, we've got dedicated runs versus the OTR thing. We've got a traffic law that was just made for truckers that we've never known about. We discovered this week from Howard, the lawyer, and um, we'll be talking about the masking law, and it's only for commercial drivers. I'll bet nobody ever even knew this law existed in our audience. Well, maybe, maybe somebody did. I don't know. Um, we're also going to be talking about the top 10 traffic bottlenecks in the country. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! And uh, plus, the word of the day with... Ruth Ann, and we also got some trucking shout outs from the, from the trucking show in Florida this, mm-hmm. this past week. In fact, uh, just to uh, mention uh, the uh, truck show this week, we, uh, what was it, Fort Lauderdale we were in. Yeah, we had a blast. Yeah, and it, it was actually overwhelming. I did not realize that it was going to be that big. It was, you know, I thought, and this was the first these are a set of people uh, that have the Texas trucking show. They have the California trucking show. They just started doing trucking shows in the last couple of years. And um, they said Houston. And and my guess is because the Dallas truck show hasn't been in like two or three years. And mm-hmm. I, and we were looking to see if, if, if Dallas, what's that called? Gats. One's mm-hmm. Matt's is Louisville and Gats is uh, Dallas. And, it doesn't seem that Gats is in existence anymore. So people are now flocking to this Houston trucking show that was a huge hit last year. And I think it was the second year that's growing. And they introduced, here's what I didn't think. They, they said, okay, we're going to have a trucking show and we're doing it in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And you know how long Florida is, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, Obviously, that's why Orlando is so popular because you can just get into Florida a couple hours and you're you're you're, you're at, there. yeah you're, you're at your destination Fort Lauderdale man you got to get down there in that um slightly insane traffic um, slightly insane you argued with our Garmin oh my gosh the Garmin kept <laughs> it would say it would say light traffic ahead and Troy's response would be this is not light traffic shut up this isn't light traffic if you say that one more time I'm gonna hurt you. Yeah. I mean, he's threatening the dashboard, basically. Yeah, well. So, anyways, uh, awesome show. It was fully it was fully booked. There wasn't an empty table. Nope. Um, we did a lot of video work there. Um, in fact, we have a video that's going to be coming out with um, remote control tractor trailers, you know, parading around. It was really pretty neat looking. Mm-hmm. It's going to be for the kids and for those big truckers that are kid at heart. So, um, you got, you got a shout out list for, I do. you know, it's, it, it's interesting. We didn't think about this till day two, uh, just to, to let everybody know, we, we, we said, okay, how about we'll do a sign up list. And this, the last day was not as crowded because of the incredible rain that we got down there. Yeah. I mean, when I say incredible rain, the parking lots were almost up to your knee cause there's nowhere for water to go down in South Florida. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? At our hotel, we were, we had to call the valet. I'm glad we had a valet and they had rain boots on to get your vehicle out of the garage mm-hmm. because the water was that deep. So uh, it hindered the last day. But man, Saturday was a smash hit. It was so packed there with people wanting to see the truck show. And Ruth Ann said, let's do a shout out list. <laughs> so we didn't think about that till the day that, you know, it got 
less people. So, because the first day we we were we didn't sit down at all. We were literally yeah, we all were really busy. People, a lot of people us. coming up saying hi to us. Um, we listened to your show. That was really yeah. cool. I love yeah, it. I, I I I wish we were able to say hi to every one of them more. God, how but many there's a couple of them that like slid right past us, grabbed one of our cards, and said, "Hey, we I listen to you all the time. I I really wish I would have I would have loved to give you a hat. So you kind of ran past me too fast. I couldn't even hand you a hat." Some yeah. of them thought, because we had our podcast and, and video equipment there, yeah. I think some of them thought they were going to be on film. So they were like, hey, and they shook your hand yeah. and, and ran. And, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, we listen to you guys all the time. Thanks a lot. And and uh, like you said, if you'd have stuck around for a second or two, a lot did stick around. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and you were wanting to give out hats. So no worries. I think we're going to be at the Louisville Truck Show. Mm-hmm. And we'll, Lord, Lord willing, we'll have a booth there also. Um, it was a little quiet. The reason we're doing our shout outs now is because it was too loud there to do any of our our podcast so i'm gonna give what i have here advanced truck parts uh Adel- shout out to you yeah uh add add an i i had it i had it said right i couldn't do it now add an what it just says add an so i think it was um they were up on the right so they were i don't think it was logistics but it was one of those so shout out to Adenali. Yep. Jobsandtrucks.com. Shout out. Independence Insurance Agency with Lewis Reese. Shout out to them. Truckparkingclub.com. Evan Shelley. Way to go, truck parking. Um, Platinum Truck Sales, Broadway Chrome Sales, and JT Heavy Truck Detailing. Woohoo for the detailers. Howard Miner's Vehicle Installs. Howard Miner. Good job, brother. MEB LLC, which is Maurice Brown. Maurice Brown. Truckstop.com. Truckstop.com. All right. You know what? I I, I always go on truckstop.com and I check. In case you guys are ever wanting to know what the rates are doing in the United States, it's real quick. Just uh, go to truckstop.com and click on view all rates. And from flatbed, drive-in, LTL, um, heavy haul, everything is in there. It'll show you the current up to the second. It gets refreshed every so many seconds. And you you literally can say, okay, this is what flatbed freight is paying today. Mm -hmm. This is like an average across the board. And it not only, it'll show the posted rates and it'll show the paid rates too. Mm -hmm. So truckstop.com, glad they stopped to say hi. MIK Freight. MIK. Um, and then we had our neighbors there, HD Kits. HD Kits. What's yeah. the ones on the right? Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty yeah. cool. Who were the ones on the left that gave us the uh, um, the flooring? Exxon Development. Exxon, man, they had that coolest projector. So. Mm-hmm. And then across from us was the guy, Power Break. Power Break. They were pretty cool. They were talking mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. And we, we did a lot of videoing. We we also uh, met a lot of owner-operators. We did. Man, those, I'm going to tell you something. Those guys... The one guy I interviewed him a little bit, his name was Johnny. Mm-hmm. He had a night, or I'm sorry, yeah, it was a 1998, I think it was a 98 or a 94 international, you know, with the hood. Mm-hmm. And he and he had a brand new motor in this thing. It was a big old caddy put in it. And I'm telling you, this thing was immaculate. It was orange and the inside was just breathtaking. I had the video I'm going to be put, putting up then. But, you know, these owner-operators, just amazing the way they just, you know, obviously you're not going to make as much money probably when you have a show truck that you're using because most of these guys actually use their show truck for their for their work, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys in South Florida that I met that were owners down there, a lot of them were reefer haulers. And they would literally, um, uh, you know, they get 
they get loads from there to the famous Hunts Point. Those guys don't mind it. You know, if you live in Miami and Fort Lauderdale, Hunts Point's not much different in traffic. So these guys run up to Hunts Point every week and back, and they got some incredible trucks. Um, they're real, you know, uh, real, real good at what they do. Their work looks amazing. Everything shines so nice. And it looks good enough to be in a truck show. So, you know, hats, hats, shout out to every every one of those owner-operators that were talking to us and uh, brought their truck in for everybody to see. There are some really beautiful ones. I don't know. I would never be able to be one to judge them and pick my favorite because I would have to do, like, my, my hourly favorite because... I would like too many of them to be able to do a top one. Right. There was Peterbilt's and Freightliners and, Mm -hmm. and, and internet, you know, that international, if I'm being honest, that international probably was, and there were some gorgeous 379s there, but I'm going to tell you that international was super amazing. I mean, a lot of people, you know, would, in in fact, we're going to be talking about the number one truck here for making money a little later. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the, the uh, International, I will tell you, that kind of stole the show. That truck was just hot, baby. It was hot. So. It, was, it, was his, it was the, the grout in his... Uh... Yeah. So, so listen, uh, real quick, we're, we're going to move on from the truck show uh, part here. Uh, if, if you're going to be in Louisville, look Ruth Ann and I up. We'll have a hat for you. Um, we'll, we'll be there doing some podcast interviews. You can stop in and, and, and sit down with us, and we'll, we'll uh, put you on the show for a minute or two. I'd like to kind of get a couple, maybe one to two, three-minute interviews with some interesting drivers and everybody. Ruth Once Ann. we know what our, what our booth number and stuff will be, we'll, we'll let you know, but... We really don't know what our booth number is yet. Yeah, unless you got a crystal ball. But anyways, um, which doesn't work. So moving on. Moving on. Hey, let's let's mention a couple sponsors real quick. I wanted to mention uh, DriveWise. Um, I mean, not that I, I don't like everybody else. I love all of our sponsors. But the reason I want to mention DriveWise is because I met a million owner-operators this past week. And most of them never heard of DriveWise. Crazy. I was like, wow, dude, seriously, like, and, and these guys are like, so as an owner operator, I can bypass the scales also. And I'm like, dude, yeah, you don't have to be a big trucking company to, to be able to, to get hooked up to where you can bypass the scales. Just go on DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E. We showed them, you know, and, and I said, just sign up for it, download the app, and 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 you you can start bypassing the scales, man. He said, so I don't have to go in the scales. I said, no, nah, if you get the, the, the green light, you don't have to go. And he's like, man, I'm going to be checking that out. So any one of you guys, and, and big companies too, I mean, big companies have saved a lot of money by switching over from the competitor um but if you're a small owner operator guy seriously and i know i made this commercial a little long but you know why not i mean come on guys driveways i mean everybody wants nobody wants to go in the scale you gotta be a glutton for a punishment if you're like oh come on i hope i, <laughs> I, I sure hope i i hope I, they give me the the light to go in the scale <laughs> says <laughs> no one <laughs> says nobody <laughs> so anyways go to driveways that's d-r-i-v-e-w-y-z-e dot com sign up and let them know talk cdl sent you over there okay um uh, next we've got national carriers ruth am national carriers got those beautiful big blue kenworth t680s they're hiring for over the road southeast southwest they've got all kind of of things going on and they have lease and 
fully, full, full benefits for all their drivers that are not lease drivers. Check them out at 888-311-7076. And they love to hear it, like if a driver's in orientation, they love to hear that, hey, I, 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 I'm I, here because of Talk CDL. So um, 888-311-7076. Go check them out. Plus, they have their own freight, no broker loads. And then last but not least, we have Carter Lumber. Carter Lumber has been looking for Class A and Class B drivers. Yeah, and um, it's home every day. Home every day. And don't they, they'll also take drivers that are non-CDL. Yes, and right out of school. Yeah, so if you're if you're a driver just graduating school and you want to be local home every day, Carter Lumber has 160 plus locations east of the Mississippi. Chances are they have a job near you if you want to be home every day, especially you guys getting out of school. You're not wanting to be over the road. Most, over the, most drivers that come out of school, Ruthann, have to sign up with a company that goes over the road. There's not many local training companies. Right. Carter Lumber will do it. And that's uh, to, to get with Carter Lumber, just go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. They have a little short form. Fill it out and they'll bring you in. Again, it's www.carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So, you know, I don't even have my computer in front of me. <laughs> Here we go. Um, all right, so Ruthann. I got an eyelash poking me in the eyeball. And, you know, the, all the truckers were like, wow, that's an interesting fact. Ruthann's got an eyelash poking her in the eyeball. Wow. Well, they're looking at the video hey, and they see me poking my eye. Let's tune in to Talk CDL and so watch Ruthann pick her eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyways. Um, they're Ruthann. secretly saying, stab it, stab it. Okay, so here, here's a question I'm posing because okay. I've you know I've talked to drivers over the years that le- legitimately um, have dedicated and they have over the road jobs, mm-hmm. right? Right. And um, a lot of them, a lot of them say they would rather not a dedicated. Mm-hmm. Would, what do you think? Like just off the top of your head, not naming any certain dedicated just yet. Where would you be in in the scheme of that? Would you rather dedicate it where you're going to the same place every single time? I think I would rather be OTR. I don't think I would want to be um, going to the same exact spot all the time. And, and I agree with that. I mean, I, I really do, but a lot of drivers like their dedicated. But just play along with me here for just a second, okay? You're, you're trucker Ruth Ann again. Woo. Okay, you're, you're, there you go. You just you just pulled off your brakes. All right, I had to take a stop so I can listen to you. Okay, so you pulled in to, you pulled in to, to listen to me. In your um, what are you driving now? I'm a Western Star. Oh, you're in a Western Star. Good yeah. girl. I like that. Um, okay, so you here. You are trucker then. You're driving now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and you're running a dedicated from Texas to Florida and back. It's not a bad dedicated. That's not. That's a good one, right? <laughs> Um, but guess what? What? After like, say six months, you're, uh, stopped for the same old traffic in Louisiana every week, running across 10. Um, you're stopped in the Houston traffic every week. Here comes trucker Ruth Ann again. Oops. There's that same crack in the road you see every time. Seriously. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been seeing it now for six months to a year. There's that same road sign you pass all the time, man. It's, oh, there it is again. There's the same buildings you see. Um, you might even be watching trees grow. 
<laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, I'm just being honest. This is what a lot of drivers told me mm-hmm. that had dedicated. That they were on dedicated runs. And a lot of guys look for dedicated, but then when they get on them, it's like, here, like, time to make the donuts. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, exactly. It's like every week, here I go. And, you know, I've run, I've run different areas, you know. In fact, remember, I used to run Chicago, mm-hmm. and I did that for three years. And I'm not kidding you. I could, I could literally pick out, I knew the turns on 80, every turn on Interstate 80. I knew them, every, you know, from... Uh, when I, I would get on usually in either Danbury or Sunbury, depending on how I went up over the mountain there, and I would get on 80, and I would run across, all the way across, and then I remember that little hill going into Ohio. I remember the only one sort of steep hill in Ohio going across 80, which wasn't much. You know, you just, every single, the T5, you know, stopping in Toledo, remember the truck stops there. You know, it's just everything. You get into Gary. We used to go to Steel City. And it was just every single week after week after week after week. Okay, across 80, across 80 back, across 80, across. And then every now and then I would mix it up. And this was the only good thing about it because I was running for an owner-operator. Was like if it was really, really nasty weather up on 80 and I knew there was a bad storm up there, i just drop down. Like if I was coming out of Chicago, i just drop down um, 65 there and come across 70, which in my mind it would be a lot warmer. But of course it's not. You know I mean? You're still in Indiana. <laughs> You're still going across. But, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll be in the southern part. Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe I can take my jacket off. But, but no, seriously, it was still freaking cold. But a lot of times the roads were drier. Mm-hmm. And But after you run 70, you know what I mean? You're in Breezewood. You're in Stanton, you know, Stanton where you get on, you know, the, on the turnpike from 70. And it's just... You get to know the road so much. Right. After a couple years, man, I'm being honest, the dedicated's nice, but it kind of sucks after a, after so long doing it. So, mm-hmm. so I'm just posing that question. I really I really believe that over the road, man, you know what I liked about OTR? Mm-hmm. I loved not knowing where I was going until, you know, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I haven't gotten my, my next load yet. And, and I'm like, okay. I'm in Dallas. Where am I going next? Exactly. That's exactly right. I would be somewhere and I'd be like, I would be excited. Like, all right, man, I, oh, I hope I'm going to Florida. You know, especially in the wintertime, you're like, man, I hope I'm going south. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's everybody wants to go south. But in the summer, you know, you get a load like up to um, Washington or or Maine or somewhere really deep up. And mm-hmm. you're like, awesome, let's do this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of really like the over the road. Now, I will tell you, for the over the road guy, <laughs> and this is one of the things that trucking companies BS a driver on, they'll say, yep. We're a 48 state carrier driver. Come on, work for us, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they get there, and all they do is East Coast. Yeah, yeah. They don't. <laughs> they're not really true 48. Right. You'll hear. In fact, that's one of the things that you might end up hearing later if you're ever talking to a recruiter. They'll say, you know, you might ask them, you know, and they'll say that they're a 48 state carrier, or they'll say we're true 48. So if you ever hear them say we're true 48, that means they go to all the states. Well, I would ask them. It still could be a lying recruiter. Well, recruiters never lie. Neither do lawyers or dispatchers. No. They're all really honest people. And I got a bridge. 
that I'd love to sell you. And truckers don't lie either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I hated that. I, I've gone to trucking companies and they'll be like, yep, yeah, we're, we're a 48-state carrier. A four, just because you're licensed to yeah. run 48 states, you know, well, how often do you actually go to, you know, and I was never a big California guy. I never really wanted to run out there that much. Mm-hmm. I didn't want the super coupes. I didn't want to have to run 55 miles an hour. That's that's the, the truck speed out there. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really want to go out there, but I still liked going everywhere else. I liked going up to Seattle and I loved going to Phoenix, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. And it was, I didn't always get those runs, obviously. And I'll tell you something else that used to piss me off. You want to know what it was? Probably a lot. Of well, here's the deal. If you work for a company, and you guys probably know this, all right, and or maybe you're you're gonna go, hmm. But if you work for a company that has teams, mm-hmm. right, they value those teams more than they value you as a solo. And what used to tick me off was the whiny teams. And I'm not saying every team is a whiner, but the whiny teams that worked for Elderlight when I was there, right? They would get the Seattle runs and all that other crap, man. They were hammering, right? Which is cool because you get the long runs as a team. I respect that. Mm-hmm. But but come January and, and February and December, those teams, they didn't want them. That We, as solos, we would get offered you know, to run over cabbage and all through the snow, everything, because the teams were afraid to run up into the Northwest. So they, they, they whined until they got the Southern runs, right. And stayed South until the better weather got, you know, and a lot of companies do that for their team. They really do. Mm -hmm. It's true. So if you're a driver and in the wintertime, you get offered them damn, you know, Rocky mountain runs. Okay. And then in the summer when it would be awesome to go up there, you never see it. That's because the teams are running it and mm-hmm. they value they value them teams because those those team trucks make more money because those trucks just keep going. Right. And I, I might have said something that pissed somebody off, but it's true. It, it is, is true. freaking truth. Can't you can't you can't hide that. That's a true, honest fact. Yes. So for, for you it would be OTR and not dedicated, right? I think so. I think I mean I, I like the idea of dedicated because you can have things planned out. And, and you know every detail. They have their advantages, you're saying. Right. They yeah. do have their advantages, but I think I am one that would be more of the, um, as long as I know what I'm doing, like, you know how now with recruiting they have what, you know, your pre, your, your pre-planned where you're, you're, you know where you're going. for. You like mean maybe, dispatch. Yeah. So you'll, you'll know where you're going for maybe two, the next two to three. Yeah. yeah. So I think I would like that. That would be my ideal, That's, I think. That is nice when you know, okay, for the next uh, 10 days, here's my, my plan. Right. And yeah. you can plan it out and you can get all excited over it and say, this is where I want to go eat. Because I know like some people, that's the, the, the <sighs> thing. that That's that's our thing, at least. Hey, we're going to go back up to uh, Chicago. Let's go stop at this place here that we used to get really good food at. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, we are foodies. So, you know, just real quick before we move on. My ideal would be, okay, give me a dedicated. Now, and every trucker wants a Southern dedicated, which is really hard to find. You drivers that are looking for like those Southern dedicated runs, if there is a beautiful run that exists, there's 10 million people already ahead of you. You mm-hmm. probably have to go with a trucking company that has those dedicated and then just get in line for it. I mean, that's really the best way. If you want to get on a really good dedicated, find out who has them and then get with them and start on the bottom because you sure ain't going to start on the top because I guarantee you there's already a million people mm-hmm. wanting that run. But what I was thinking is, just for example, that Florida, Texas dedicated, that'd be really cool if you can do that and then have an agreement with dispatch that, listen, you know, every couple months, 
I'm, I'm going to want to take a load somewhere else, but I don't want to lose my dedicated. You know what I mean? Just to break up the monotony. I want my cake and I want to eat it too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to be spoiled. <laughs> you, you know, I was talking to a truck driver yesterday um, and he, he goes, I'm, I'm looking for a job. I go, okay, are you, uh, did you find one? And, and, uh, he said, well, I'm interviewing companies. I said, awesome, man. And he said, I'm, I'm out there, um, searching, but uh, you know, new trucks are hard to get in right now. He said, I'm really picky about trucks. He said, if I'm going into a trucking company and it's me and two other drivers, and they have three trucks available, and there's only one brand new one. You know, I expect that truck. I said, oh, so, so when you go to a trucking company, you're telling the two drivers sitting in orientation with you that you're special and they're not. I said, I would love to see a trucking company agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, dude. You know, you think because you're, uh, because you're meticulous and, and about your truck that um, the other two drivers aren't as important as you. Uh, you know, I know every trucking company that I ever worked for would, would most of them would never treat a driver like that. No. And, and when a new truck comes in, a real good trucking company is going to give that new truck to their senior drivers right. because the senior drivers, especially and when I say senior drivers, what a trucking company means by a senior driver, a driver that's been at that company for the last so many years, mm-hmm. they already take care of the trucking company. They already take care of the, 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 uh, custom- they showed what kind of person they are, right? They, they haven't abandoned the company. And, and so anybody that walks in the door thinking that they deserve what that guy that's been taking care of the company, you guys are crazy thinking that way. You, you, and you know, I've, I've talked to drivers over the years saying, for example, they'll say something like, Hey, I, uh, when I go into a trucking company, I don't run the Northeast because I've done my share of the Northeast. And I always say to them, yeah, but you didn't do your share for that company. Mm-hmm. So so let's say you go to a trucking company that has 100 trucks, right? And and uh, they uh, they have, you know, X amount of drivers there that have been running the Northeast for them, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Those drivers, they've done their share. But when you walk into a company and say, well, you know, I've, I've run the Northeast for 10 years and I don't do it anymore. Well, then don't expect to go to that trucking company because to them, they've got other drivers that are have done their share that they're taking care of. The guy that gets taken care of is the guy that has taken care of the company. Right. You guys should all know that. I'm just saying off the top, you know, if you want to know how it works, if you guys want to know how it works, that's how it works. So let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. She's looking at me like, try Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Mm-hmm. Moving on. All right. So, um, are you ready for this, Ruthann? Mm-hmm. The masking law. Oh. When we met. Yes. We met Trucker Howard, and yeah. I'm going to try to get Trucker Howard on the show. He he wants to come on. He's a guy that actually helps truckers. Mm-hmm. I mean, awesome. We met him at the show. He came up. He's there. I'm just really wanting to know truckers even more because I've been. You know, doing a lot of work for helping them with their their driver's licenses, and and this guy was sincere. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like really super nice trucker, and and you guys you guys are gonna want to meet um, Howard. The I call him Howard the lawyer. Super nice guy to talk to, real easy going. Him and his wife, we met him, and he started telling us about a law that's against truckers because we were talking about how all right, if you get a ticket that's like fifteen or above, or you get a, a reckless or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You're trucker Ruth and you get a reckless driving or you get a 15 over, right? So you, you go to court and you do what? You ask the judge to what? Reduce it. Exactly. Get rid of it. Let's, it, let's, let's, I'll pay, but let's, let's expunge it. 
Exactly. And we, we give that advice on the show, right? Mm -hmm. We tell all these truckers, listen, don't plead guilty to a ticket. Mm -hmm. This is going to, this law is going to blow your mind. By the way, I had a guy write in saying, Troy, you really need to get to the point. (laughs) You're, you're you're killing me. (laughs) He's like, get to the damn point. No, I'm going to get to the point. All right. Soon. Here's the, (laughs) no, but seriously, um, check this out. Um, the masking law for truckers only. Mm-hmm. This is a trucker law only. It is. Are you ready? Ready. It is a federal offense for a court to change anything on a trucker's license. They are not. I'm going to let me read it to you. I, I looked up and I'm going to get him on to talk about it more if I can get him on a little bit later. Okay. So the masking law, check this out. It says, to help ensure that driver records are accurate. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. It says, accurate and timely information about the driving history of CDL holders masking law. To help ensure that driver records are accurate, the FMCSA regulations prohibit masking. Listen to this. Which occurs when a court, I'm going to say this again, they prohibit masking when, which occurs when a court allows the conviction of a CDL holder for a traffic violation to be deferred, dismissed, or unreported. How crazy is that? Totally crazy. Hey, hey, but that blew my mind. Because I, I even said to the lawyer, listen, I always advise these guys, never, never plead guilty. In fact, we have state police at a company I worked at in, in Pennsylvania. The state police used to come in once a year, and they would sit down with truckers in a safety meeting, and they would say, listen, if, if you get a ticket in your tractor trailer, and it's a bad one, do not plead guilty. Go to court. He said, throw yourself on the mercy of the court. What's the worst that can happen? They say no. He said, most likely they will reduce your ticket. Mm-hmm. And and, he, and this is what the lawyer said. He said, this is where he really wants to help truckers because these states, these states know that a trucker isn't going to you know, take time off to go. He lives in, say, Pennsylvania, and he's got a ticket in California, right? He's not going to take time off to go there, hire a lawyer, and 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 fight the ticket. It's a lot easier to just plead guilty. And when they, a lot of these tickets they get, they end up getting screwed because now they can't get jobs. Right, exactly. And we've been told, don't do that. Pay for the lawyer. It might cost. In fact, we talked to a guy, Legal Shield, that was in Delaware. He even said the same thing. Pay for the lawyer. It's a few hundred dollars, but it's so important to just let the lawyer do what they know they're doing to help you. And, and in return, you, your license that, that you use to, to provide for your family is not going to be hindered. If it is, it's not going to be as dramatic or life-threatening to your career. Hundred percent, like you just said, the hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars you spend, even if you spend a thousand dollars, it's going to cost you more in the long run by losing good jobs or not being able to get a job sitting at home, not mm-hmm. working. If you get a bad enough ticket, mm-hmm. don't plead. I'm, I've seen guys, Ruthann, they get a careless driving and they just think, well, I got to keep working. I'll just stay at this company. So then they end up, you know. T- 
pleading guilty to a damn careless driving, right? That they should have never even got mm -hmm. because it's a judgment. A careless driving is a judgment call on a cop. That's right. all it is. And I'm not putting cops down. I'm just saying when a trucker gets a careless or a following too close, like say you're in traffic and you're and some guy brake checks you and the cop didn't see it and he goes, oh, that trucker's following too close. Let's mm -hmm. give him a following too. So then the next trucking company doesn't want to hire you or you think, okay, I'll plead guilty and I'll just stay at this trucking company. And then the trucking company either reduces or goes out of business or they terminate you or you find another better job that you want to leave and go to and guess what you can't go because of that ticket mm -hmm. don't plead freaking guilty now listen to this anti i got the definition listen to this okay. this is the anti the anti-masking regulation states the state must not mask defer opposition of judgment or allow any individual to enter a drive uh, a, a diversion program you know the one that you just took for your speeding ticket that would prevent a cdl holders conviction for any violent ruth Ann, for any violation you guys are legally they are not allowed to even do a judge is not allowed to even say okay he's a class a let's help him out it says in any type of motor vehicle so that means if you're a trucker and you get a ticket in a freaking car they ain't allowed to do it because you have a cdl it says of of a state or local traffic control law from appearing on the driver record the driver's record, whether the driver was convicted for an offense committed in, in the state where the driver is licensed or another state. It's And it's, you guys can look it up. 49 CFR 384.226. The masking law. Guys, look it up. CFR 384.226. And you know what he also told us? Here's the good side of it. Mm. Um, uh, trucker lawyer. Uh, what are we calling him? Um, Howard, the, Howard, the lawyer, mm -hmm. I'm going to get, I'm going to make that name stick. Howard, the lawyer told us that most courts will help you. Yeah. He, because they know that's your livelihood and your home. Right. In fact, there was a cup, there was a couple of lawyers that, that came by and were talking to us. And the one, the one lady, mm -hmm. um, I think it was Christina. She said, you know, that's your home. That's your livelihood. There's, you know, when you go in front of the judge, they have to understand you have no homestead that is it so if they they do something to she dealt with bankruptcy so she had a lot of good advice for drivers that that had to clear out debt and how they were able to keep their truck so i mean there is a lot we we learned a lot about that that aspect of trucking as far as the laws and what lawyers are dealing with and how much they really, truly want to help the driver. Um, just, you know, I mentioned Legal Shield, just one of the programs that are there to help drivers, you know, different stuff. It's really, really nice to see how many people are out there actually trying to help a, driver, uh, a truck driver versus so many out there that want to do nothing but complain about them. And, you know, Ruth, and that's awesome what you just said, because, you know, a lot of people you know, make fun of lawyers, you know, but there are some really good ones. And I believe in my heart, this guy was like, I just, I just wanted, cause he make this guy's been, been a lawyer for 30 some years. Yeah. So, you know, he's probably got like a couple billion dollars, you know, stuffed in his mattress. <laughs> but, but at the same time, here's a guy that's like, I want to help these people. Mm -hmm. So he really has compassion for the trucker. And he did tell me, he said, most of the time you go to court and you plead it, they're going to help you. He said, but there are some courts where the judge will say, it's a federal offense for me to do this. 
I am not going to break the law. I am not going, I'm not, he said, my hands are tied. I can't help you. I'm sorry. So there are some that stick to it, but most of them don't even know the actual rule, the law. And guys, check it out. Um, and that, again, that's 49 CFR 384.226 called the masking law. And it's for truckers. So moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so you want to talk about the top 10 bottlenecks in the United States. CDL Life has this article out this week, which we met them also at the show this week. And um, you know what's funny? That, you know, bottlenecks suck. Everybody knows when you're coming into an area as a truck driver and, you know, you're you're like, oh, man, look at all the brake lights. Oh, and in fact... That's what he does. Well, of course. And to be honest with you, if you've been running long enough, you already know before you get there, there's going to be a freaking bottleneck. I used to whine about Chicago all the time, every time. In fact, when I was a driver, I had that dedicated out of Chicago I mentioned earlier. I used to wait till midnight. I would wait purposely till midnight. I'd go, I'd sit at a truck stop and then go in after midnight or I'd time it to where I was getting there late to where the traffic was a lot lighter. Yes. Yes, he would. So I'm just going to read the list. I just want to read the list for everybody. The number 10, the number 10 bottleneck in the United States. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. San Bernardino, California, I-10 at I-15. Hmm. So where they intersect there, that's the number 10. Number nine, Nashville. Over there at the country, western Nashville, Grand Old Opry Place, I-24, I-40 at I-440 East. That's where the bottleneck happens in, in Nashville every day. Los Angeles has number seven and eight. Um, one, the number eight is at the I-710 and the I-105. And uh, number seven is in Los Angeles at the State Road 60 at State Road 57. Big bottleneck. You ready? Mm-hmm. Here, Chicago, my favorite place, has two of them. Number five is Chicago at the um, I-290 and the I-90, I-90, I-94 interchange the number five is uh, number five and number six believe it or not these are rated you know studies done on this um atlanta i-20 and i-295 you know it's or 285 rather you know it's funny you and i when we ever we go to atlanta we zip right through there pretty much it's pretty cool if we We, slow down it's just minor slowing down yeah and uh i-2 i'm sorry i-285 and i-85 that's the number four and number five spot which is in atlanta Number three, brrr, boom, um, I-45 at I-69 slash US-59, and that is Houston, Texas. Number th- number two, here we go, the top two. Florida wasn't mentioned yet, so it's got to be in there. No, actually, it's not. Florida is not in here. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I was surprised at number one, but then again, I haven't been running in a long time. Number two is where I used to say I-294 uh, and, and 290. Um Slash I-88 in Chicago. That is like, that's the big bottleneck. So Chicago's got three of them so far? You know what sucked about Chicago? No, Chicago has two. You know what sucked about Chicago? It, it sucks about it is I-65, I-90, I-94, 294, 30, or is it 30 or 33? All these roads, you you cannot sneak into Chicago <laughs> in a tractor trailer. <laughs> no, do, do, do. Exactly, <laughs> tip and toe. You can't tiptoe into Chicago. You are going to find a backup every freaking turn you make. Okay. Number one, you ready for this? Fort Lee, New Jersey. 
And they said for the last four years, it's a port, that's why. Uh, Fort, Fort Lee, New Jersey, um, I-95 and State Road 4. They said that is an insane. So anything that is more insane than Chicago, I don't even want to go near. And you would think that, you would think New York would have something in there. But you know what? That's part of New York, I guess, Fort Lee, New Jersey. It's probably. So there you have the top, the top 10 bottlenecks in the United States. Aren't you glad we live in a small fishing town, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Me three. Okay. So, um, I've got something else I just want to just mention real quick. Um, the number one truck for making money. What do you think it is? Out of, let me, I'm going to name the trucks. Freightliner, Peterbilt, International, Kenworth, Mack, Volvo, and whatever else truck that I'm missing, I did say international, I think. Okay. All those trucks, they're the top trucks in the United States that are used for delivering freight. And believe it or not, they all have over-the-road trucks. Um, what do you think the number one truck... Okay, well, let's put it this way. What do you think the number one truck every trucker wants? <laughs> oh, every trucker wants a KW. And a Peterbilt. Yeah. Peterbilt and KW. But that is not the number one truck. No, it's not. It's and in fact, um, for for you got to dis- describe it better. Number one truck for for making money. There you go. If you want the if you're an owner operator and you're buying a truck, this is the truth. What's really funny is I talked to a couple guys at the show about this. I've talked to trucking companies lately, and there's a a, a trucking company that I I'm really close to. I really love them. They're great people, and we were just sitting there talking uh, a couple times, and he mentioned to me his name is Mike. Mike mentioned to me, he said, listen, everybody wants a Peterbilt, everybody wants a Kenworth, but the problem with that is when you go to work on it, he said the labor is almost double, he said, of everything else. He said parts are through the roof. Half the time you can't even find parts for Kenworth right now. He said, so, yeah, every truck driver wants the more expensive truck, okay? But when they buy it, they realize, whoa, okay, I'm uh, I'm getting uh, screwed here because my truck's sitting now. It's waiting for work. The cost of labor and the fuel. You know what the number one truck is? Freightliner. Freightliner is the number one truck in the United States. I, I don't know about the world. In the in the United States, if you want a truck that holds up, and a lot of people are going, oh, that's a piece of shit, man. I don't like them damn trucks at Rattlebox. But you know what? I've had many Freightliners, and you know, honestly, for some reason, Freightliner that the labor. The parts are less. You can get stuff done on them right away. And guess what? And and in the end, per per mile per dollar, truck drivers make more money driving a Freightliner. And and no, Freightliner didn't pay me to say that. Go ahead. Is it? I wonder if it's a specific model that's better than the others when it comes to them. It's whatever their their aerodyne, whatever their their um, model is right right now it's the Cascadia before that it was the um, Columbia before that it was the FLD before that I don't even know what it was okay um, I would I would almost have to guarantee that the Coronado does not do as well as the the Cascadia because obviously it's more expensive and mm-hmm. the parts are probably more expensive um, I would just imagine uh, that the Cascadia and believe it or not, an automatic, not a stick shift. I know a lot of guys that are old school. They don't want a stick. They don't want an automatic, but at the same time, you cannot, you cannot. And I've had drivers argue this. You cannot drivers get the same miles per gallon in your stick shift as you can in, a, in an automatic. And I'll explain why real quick. Cause we're just about ready to wrap the show up. Ruth Ann. We are. Ruth Ann's like tick tock. Um, 
Ruth Ann's going away to Jacksonville, by the way, her and our daughter. Well, so, you have an appointment too. Right. But, but no, so check this out. Um, the, uh, automatic transmission and I'll end it here versus the stick. The torque converter on the automatic transmission for all of them will not allow you to mash on the fuel and pop a wheelie. It will not. It, it, they, Can you see? I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, you ever, you, I've mentioned this before. Truck drivers that are running stick shifts, they're in traffic at a red light, and you can tell they're trying to keep up with yep. traffic because their truck is like coming, like seems like it's the popping. front. Yeah, it's trying to come off the ground. You're torquing, and all your fuel is going out your stacks when you do that. So starting and and stopping is 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 a big factor in fuel efficiency and the torque converter will not run the rpms it will not torque it will just pull out slowly the way it's designed to and will you'll get way better fuel miles and that's why i don't care you can try to shift to 1200 rpms or less and baby it all you want you are not going to beat that automatic transmission Roseanne, that is my podcast for the week thank you for joining me well, okay <laughs> well, that's right i'm, Never I'm mind. glad to have you that's right you're always here <laughs> you're glad to have me all right and guys i'm going to try to splice in a little interview with howard howard the lawyer if i can get him on the show a little later he i think he's going to come on and talk about it a little more so with that being said I'm Ruth Ann, do you have the word of the day i do what i do, do you got what do you got what do you got let me turn let me turn your thingy up go ahead okay ready yep <laughs> okay let's try this one more time fail you know this happened once before to me yeah so it's not playing no it's, it, it's okay it, it acts like it it can't do it okay so just pronounce it you don't have your mute on no all right snolly goster snolly goster <laughs> really? yeah i would have liked to hear her say snolly goster snolly goster so what is a does it have anything to do with the nose no what's a snolly goster it does it have anything to do with harry potter no. Because it sounds like no, something it's, like it's you would be, you know, nothing. watching a movie and Harry would say, um, yeah, get the Snollygoster. No, it's not. What is it? It's a shrewd, unprincipled person, especially a politician. <laughs> they are all Snollygosters. I've never met a politician that's not a Snollygoster, uh, except DeSantis. No, I, I shouldn't say that. I, 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 I was really hoping to have it. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Ruth Ann? Sorry, thank you, guys. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for the word of the day by Word Genius. We always want to plug them. We, they're not a sponsor, but we sure love to advertise for them because they make us smarter. And you know what? Snollygoster. I am going to start using Snollygoster. Whenever I talk about somebody shrewd, I'm going to go, that dude is a Snollygoster. It's got to be an English word. Is it English? They think it came from Germany. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds more like English. German mid-19th century. Wow. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.